and hack. That one's for you, Tay, for when you listen later. So welcome, everybody, to the United States Department of Nerves. We are for the people, by the people, and of the people. Here at USDN, we always strive to bring you the best content we can find and where you know it will always come with the seal of approval. We will always strive to give you the factual data. And if it is a rumor, we will always say rumor alert before giving you the freshest info. However, once those rumors are proven true, you bet your ass USDN will slap that seal of approval on it for you. Welcome back, everybody, from that bomb-ass intro. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I have my main man, Mr. Mando Aid himself, Mr. Gibbs. Mando ID. And and I have somebody very, very special here with us tonight. She is (laughs) one half of the Queens of Nerdum, which you can find right here at USDN. Ladies and gentlemen, Jin. <laughs> What's up, guys? Missed you. We missed you too, Jin. Heck yeah. Like, I just had an emotional roller coaster with y'all a couple of days ago, and I was telling all y'all that I missed everybody. And I can't wait for all y'all <laughs> to get back into town, and that way we can all be together and rock out. I know. We will soon. We will soon. I missed you, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you buying your internet for us. We appreciate you greatly. Very but much so. As I say that, it's everybody's favorite time of the night where we do shots, 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 shots. Jen, mm-hmm. what are you sipping on tonight? <clears throat> Gosh. You know, I'm not going to stray from it. I always will drink to growth. I think it's always important to grow from not be stagnant from where you are. Love it. Gibbs, what you got for us? I've got some Alaska Glacier. Mm. Because I'm going to be driving (laughs) here in just a second. So uh, my shot, I'm going to take a shot of water. So this is what I'm 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 shooting to today. I want everybody to live long and prosper. I know that is Star Trek, mm. but no ill will toward anybody. Get me to the same time. Just <laughs> everybody love everybody and everybody get along. 
all that fun, jazzy stuff. With that, everybody, me with what's left of my coffee, salute. Salute. Salute, my fave, me familia. Coke Zero, drinking the sanity. Fuck yeah, dude. There we go. <laughs> Good luck finding that I'm shit. If you that. find that shit, send some my way. Hell no. Keep sanity away from me. All right, everybody. So in this very special edition of USDEN here on <laughs> Patreon, we are bringing everybody Ahsoka Episode 7. And this is leading up to our grand finale, guys. We This is the second to last show on Ahsoka. And tonight's the yeah. finale. And then that's October the 11th. Starting, we, I was going to say, that's starting in... Yeah. Yeah, in about 23 minutes. We'll be late. Or 13 minutes, actually. If I, mm-hmm. No, 23 minutes. I was right the first damn time. I can math in public. Looky yeah. there. <laughs> but we'll we'll be we'll still be here. We'll get to it late, but we'll get there. Um, so we're gonna present a lot of information for everybody, and then like all information, this is just our fucking opinions on what we're, we've been watching and what we've been breaking down and what we've realized and all that other fun shit. So don't don't shoot messengers. We're just giving our opinions like every other asshole on the internet. Ooh, yeah. See what I did there. You went but... there. You went there. You went there. I did. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of hate, and I don't think the hate is necessary for this show. I mean, here's my thing about it: you're getting fucking Star Wars, people. New Star Wars. I mean, granted, I always go back and watch the classics when I'm feeling down, because that's what I do. But we're getting new stuff. And by all means, there's nothing wrong with new stuff. Look, even the old hater here is... Hey, trust is, me is, when I say this, is. y'all. Gibbs is a fucking <laughs> felony hater. Like, he wakes up in the morning and drinks the felony hater aid. Damn right. It it's, makes by his bed stand. It makes, it's by his bedstand. It's by his bedstand. That's too little But even me, being a full-on hater... I love Star Wars for what it is and what it does and the joy that it brings me and more most of the fans out there in the universe. So exactly. So yeah. let's dive into so the cast and characters. We got some new ones this week and a very special one that I really want to talk about. So I'm gonna skip on down to them. We got Genevieve O'Reilly. Renewing herself as Chancellor Mon Motha. Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save that one to last. We we got another Hayden Christensen by way of video this week. Uh, we got Nelson Lee. Mm-hmm. Senator Zano. That asshole. Marie Servin <laughs> as Senator Mawood. Yeah, that jackass. We got Paul Sun Young Lee again as Captain Carson Tiva. Neekin Robinson as Vic Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, we got fucking Anthony Daniels as C3PO. Hells yes. The fucking man himself. Mr. C3PO himself came to visit us in episode seven of Ahsoka. And by damn, if that don't put you in a good place in a good mood, just go outside, dig yourself a hole, and put yourself in it because. <laughs> Anytime that man graces There's us no in his presence, you. 
anytime he graces us with his presence in Star Wars, it's a time to celebrate. It's a good day. It it's really day. is. And God damn it. So, if that, actually... that made me feel great. Yes, Jen. <clears throat> Have you? I read an article about um, how long they're going to take to recast Leia and Luke. The reason why I asked that is because C3PO was talking about Senator. He's talking about Leia. Yes. So are they going to get up, there? Because I know they're avoiding it. Like, I get it. But I mean, they've already, like, you, they have the little girl playing Leia. Yes, so, Brian, absolutely. So gonna, I love that little girl. She is adorable, be, and she pulls off young Leia so great. Yeah. So attitude. The <laughs> rumors are that Disney is kind of scared to recast Leia and, and Luke, which I understand. I mean, these are two characters that everybody has grown mm. to love since 82? 79? Something like 77. that. 77. 77, thank you. 70, 77. Yeah, 1977 was the first one. I mean, Mark Hamill's still mm -hmm. out there fucking killing it. I, I think if they're going to bring, like, get young ones to play, I still think we can bring Mark around to, um, to be the older, wise Luke. You know what I'm saying? In instances where that is needed. And, but I mean, there's a lot of great actors and actresses out there right now who could pull this off. I think I'm not going to say names because I don't want Sebastian that kind Stan. of <laughs> <laughs> gonna... see if we're going to do it, we have to go just a, a little younger than Sebastian Stan, just not a lot, but just a little younger because we're talking they're technically sure. in their late 20s, early 30s right now. In right. Soka. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we can't do too old or too young. So, I mean, again, I'm not starting rumors because I'm not going to do that. But I do kind of want to see it happen, especially with the movie going to be coming out <laughs> after Mando Season 4. We may get into Soka Season 2, but I do know Filoni's got the big movie planned to kind of close all this stuff out, do the tie into the last trilogy that we're not going to talk about before moving forward into whatever else is planned in the Star Wars universe. But so, we're not allowed to talk about it. No, we're not. My, uh, no, okay. my whole theory about this is I don't think that uh, I don't think that he will bring in uh, it, for the, the big movie or any of this stuff we might have what we've seen before uh, a de -aged. the uh, the de-aged uh, Luke or, or um, Carrie and I'm Fisher's perfectly okay with that or Carrie Fisher's actual daughter you know playing her you know so I love that idea enhanced uh, for cameos for Carrie Fisher uh, for Leah in the movie or whatever might come you know, in between the movie now and the movie. But uh, I, I think that they are, they're really going away from having them be a huge part of what's Disney canon right now. 
And uh, I know we no, think, I, because we all grew up with Thrawn and Luke and Leia dealing with Thrawn. But I'm not so sure if we're going to get any of that. I think uh, it'll be, you know, Ahsoka and uh, Ezra and uh, those guys dealing with Thrawn while Luke and Leia are dealing with other stuff. I mean, I agree. They don't have to be a focal point, but I mean, if you're going to throw their name around, you're going to have to show them eventually. And yeah. <clears throat> I don't think they need CGI. You know, there's there's been plenty of times where you know they've, they've done prequels and they've just tried to get people that look similar to whatever older character they were playing. Yeah, and I, I mean, agree I'm, with I'm all, all on board with you know <clears throat> having Carrie Fisher's daughter play her. That's great. I am too, because I mean, if there's ever a split in the image of a mother and daughter, by damn, that's it. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, do it for sure. And it's the, she's at the age too. She's the perfect mm-hmm. age right now to be doing it. So mm-hmm. Dave Filoni, if you ever hear me say that, hello, yeah. you to give me my credits. <laughs> I take Imperial oh, yeah. credits as well. Okay. Listen. So, but hey. This is one of my favorite portions of the show right now. And that's where I get to throw a little education out on folks. Yeah, we knew what you meant, Brian. You're good, man. So tonight, I was at a little standstill last week. I hit all my four sensitive animals I wanted to hit. So I hit up Gibbs. I'm like, Gibbs, I'm like, why haven't I brought up yet? You know, four sensitive wise. It's like, dude. You haven't done the fucking Night Sisters yet. And they're literally in the fucking show. I'm like, by damn, Gibbs. Yeah, good fucking point, dude. I'm Gibbs. I'm like, <laughs> how in the fuck did I overlook it? Like, it, I just, I couldn't get two and two to get five. But we're there and we're here. And I'm going to present to you the Night Sisters. I'm not going to give you a whole lot of. Details because by damn we would still be sitting here in three hours and I would still be talking about the Night Sisters. <laughs> but what I am going to give um, you is a good introduction. I can, and a I can good handle baseline. that in a different episode. <laughs> there, there we go. go. That there we may we, we may bring a whole episode uh, later on. Hell, we might do shows on Star Wars, Canon, and Legends. Who knows? I'm here for it. I mean, I got the right people around me, so we may do that. But (laughs) I want to discuss the Night Sisters, also known as the Witches of Dathomir, or Daughters of Dathomir, were a clan of ancient order of magic-wielding women, most of whom are Dathomirians who lived on Dathomir. Huh. A lot of Dathomir. I know. And now that I'm looking at that, I think I copy and paste it more than once. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but either anyways, Dathomir was a planet concentrating in dark energies and the Night Sisters were able to perform arcane magic by tapping into the magical Ikor that flows through the planet. Now, according to Night Sister lore, and there's multiple lores out there depending on which tribe of witches were telling the lore, I guess. They were trained in the ways of the Force by a female Jedi named Alia. Is that yes. how I'm going to pronounce that? Alia? Who was a member of the Jedi Council 
who was sent into exile to the planet of Dathomir. However, the Jedi Council has no records of an exile named Alia, and the Night Sisters have other conflicting tales about their origins. So even if Alia didn't found didn't find the Night Sisters, she still wrote the book of law that taught the Night Sisters to dislike the Jedi. And that's all I'm going to go into because, like I said, we can wormhole the fuck out of that. We can't. We and we're can. not going to do that. Later on, guys, I will tell you right now, later on, we will do a whole two, two and a half hour broadcast on nothing but the Night Sisters. And y'all can hold me to it when we'll get to it. Who knows? Because this is the month of October. And since it is Spooktober and our favorite time of the fucking year, this is Christmas for USDN. Until Christmas rolls around and then that's Christmas too. We are going to be hitting stuff like this, and we may very well within this month do a show on nothing but Night Sisters. Who knows? I may have just wrote a show and we can just realize it. it. So, I mean, there's that. So, iced coffee is so good, it hits just right. With that being said. Oh, oh. We are getting into the meat and taters, part seven, Hail titled yeah. Dreams and Madness. So, let me set the stage for you. In this episode, Hera must answer to the New Republic while a reunion takes place far, far away. <laughs> So, the setup for the grand finale, we have Ahsoka and her allies facing off against powerful foes on an extragalactic planet. We have General Syndulla having to answer to the New Republic Council for her actions. And we see references to the different Star Wars species as well as a cameo by C-3PO. Also in this episode, which I found (laughs) very heartening and very... um, I just actually really love the fact that they mentioned the Saj Ventress, General Grievous, and Count Doku, Moff Gideon. And also we got some hints of the mm-hmm. return of Palpatine all within this episode. Which I know that's a mouthful and a lot to take in. But for us old heads who have been watching Star Wars since Infinity and beyond, and especially the Clone Wars, and getting to see those three names specifically... Ventress, Grievous, and Doku mentioned magic. Now, granted, we did get uh, Doku and Grievous in the movies, but Ventress we did not. But it's still cool. Nonetheless, live action, they said Asajj Ventress. Yeah. That happened. And then I mentioned C3PO made an appearance on behalf of Leia. Oh yeah, that all right happened. on time. Excellent on time, dude. You did, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it was it was perfect. Like just as as like you think Senator Zano Ziano, whatever his name is, you think he's about to like hammer the gavel. Fuck you, Hera Wolin. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. 
we get C-3PO making the save once again for Hera's ass. Because, yeah. by damn, this is probably the third, fourth, fifth time he's done it. So, I mean, cool. Once a rebel, always a rebel, as they say. And by damn, if that's not Leia in a nutshell, then nothing is. And the way that the words from Leia actually um, made it so that if the Senator Ziano was to try and go forward, that he might be implicating himself in some, le- you know, other stuff Lefarious that he might have been in. Yeah, that he might have been into. Mm-hmm. So w- once again, showing Leia as the statesman and the senator that you know that she was even in before Episode Four, as she was taken over from Bail Organa and Her dad. the power, you know, the yeah, the stature that she had. That that was pretty pretty well done. I think everybody at this point knows that. Um... Vader is Luke and Leia's dad, but they were adopted. Yeah. Luke went to his actual uncle's house, and Leia went to live with Bell Organa and his wife. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, Bell lived a happy long life. I think his wife passed or was killed. I can't remember which, but and I think even Bell himself was killed in an episode of Rebels, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't remember. No, mm. actually, because he's in Obi Wan. I thought that he was on Alderaan when it blew up. That's why. That's why it's in my head still fresh. Yep. So, Jen, up until this point, do you have any questions for Rob and I? No, I'm intently listening. All right. So we're gonna dive right on in to oh, 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 Rob Rob what you got did you one other point in that whole little general Hera uh, uh, Senator Zeno thing you notice after that it was all over uh, my mothma she came over there and she was like I know I'll for sure the threat yeah she was like I know for sure she didn't give that, you know, that order for you to oh, yeah. be able to do this. And then so she was letting her yeah. know she was calling General and Leia <laughs> on this stuff and said, you, you guys better be be on point. And then she took it one step further and said, how credible is this? So Let she, me... because Leia has thrown her weight behind Hera, Mamathma is now giving it more credence and asking the, the questions that should have been asked. How credible. What and do I want to I want to point this out too. In Indoor. Indoor, right? Andor. Mm-hmm. Mon Mothma is funding the rebels. She's funding Fulcrum. Secretly, nobody knows she's doing it. And not just her, there's several other heavy hitters in the Empire funding the rebels. And that's why she gives a little bit more leeway. Even though she's the Supreme Chancellor now, she still manages to give leeway to Hera and some of the other guys out there because she used to fund the rebels and their actions. 
So yeah, just putting that out there for those who aren't familiar or didn't watch Andor because they thought it was boring. So at, at what point did Leia get any training? Because I'm assuming that if Luke is probably one of the most powerful force users that I've ever lived, she probably has a considerable amount of like um, force sensitivity. Would you agree? She never finished her training. She did train with Luke <clears throat> after the fact. You know, there is so, a flashback sequence in there. Where's wait, what? Where does the flashback? It's in the new trilogy that we see. Cause um, who finds her lightsaber? Is it Ray or is it? Yes, yeah, Ray. Ray doesn't find her lightsaber. It's given to her. She, it, it's given to her by Leia. Yes. So here, here's the thing. Okay. So you've got you've got the EU and you've got Disney canon. In the EU, Leia took up rudimentary training after after Return of the Jedi. She got a little bit of training, but then she she stopped training mm-hmm. and when uh, Luke opened up the school on Yavin 4 and he brought in more and more she was off still doing everything else and she was leading the Republic and she was doing stuff mm-hmm. with Han and, and going on Making but, then a family. Later on, but then later on she became a full up student uh, under her master was uh uh, uh, one of the reptilian uh, Saba, what's her name? And so she went on to become, you know, a Jedi Knight through that way. In the Disney canon of which we're talking about, you don't see it. Okay, it's not shown in any of the shows, but it is implied that when Luke starts his school, that he has trained Leah, and he has trained Leah before then. And during up until he leaves after Ben does what he does. Um, in some of the books, the aftermath books, she she gets ousted from the Senate uh, after it is revealed to all that she is Darth Vader's daughter. Yep. That's in the aftermath series. She they they it is a whole little thing, and she mm-hmm. kind of leaves the, the limelight and all that stuff, and that's where she goes on to really start training with Luke. So she's got training. We don't see it. They don't show it. We do see it at later though when she uh, the flashback. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Right. Go Jen. Well you see it a little bit man. in the last trilogy that they did. Like you saw her mm-hmm. use it a yes. little bit. You know well, I mean mm-hmm. she she got killed and she saved her own life by so, Go ahead. Yeah, she used the fort. So mm-hmm. my thing is, is that if Leia is already backing Hera, to me, like it has to be some sort of like force sensitivity that's cluing her into that. And I, I mean, I agree. It could be just a hundred percent faith, like something fishy is going on. But to me, I think she would feel it too. No, being so... such a sensitive user was my the whole thing that I was getting at. Maybe, yeah. but for the most part, it's because of a fulcrum. Fulcrum yeah. is still the secret, secret undercover agents like Cassian Andor, Ahsoka Tano. There's been other big names out there that have been 
members of Fulcrum. And they're basically like mm-hmm. the CIA of the rebel cause. I think so, what, what really happened, even though they didn't show it, um, which I, I, it's one of those things. During this time, Leah's really heavily involved in the Senate. So, like she said, you guys are doing this without my participation because this is one of the things that I'm over. Yep. So it's very well could be said that she found out through Senate and she has her spies. Remember, she had uh, she had no Greek spies. They helped to get the um, plans for the Death Star and all this other stuff. But she has her own spies. Also, I think that when Hera was heading back, she made a fucking call and said, hey, listen, Leia, I know you, you've you been doing a lot for me, but I need your help. And yeah. Leia was like, don't worry. I got you. And, and that's, that's when she said 3PO. <laughs> And 3PO is basically like, you know, if he shows up anywhere and Leia or anybody else isn't with him, he's there on an like official behalf of, you know, Senator Organa, Leia Organa. And that's what I always thought was cool that, which is, I still find funny that little Anakin built 3PO. He did. <laughs> it, 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 it still boggles my mind that that is like Anakin's pet project from when he was a kid. Like, oh, yep. I'm just gonna build this protocol droid, and and it fucking worked. And it that droid outlived Anakin. Yes, I mean, yeah. So I mean, how how fucking cool there is, is this um, <clears throat> history in that robot in that droid is? Well, you know it. <sighs> it's, it's actually a symbol of the union between Padme and Anakin because they traded droids. Yes, they they pretty much did. Yep. Because he created uh, R two. He created three yeah, PO. He created three PO to be a protocol. Well, he's a protocol droid, yeah. and he refurbished him and brought him back and all this stuff. <laughs> and he's like, "You're a senator. You need a protocol droid. Mm-hmm. He can help you." And of course, R two was a, you know, he's a he's a battle mechanic. He's an astromech. So she's like, "You can use him." Mm-hmm. But the, uh, and those the like... theory that I've read behind it, <clears throat> just for no, it, it, and that theory is, that is true about them swapping droids. droids. Yeah, yeah, it, and but that's plausible. <clears throat> I, have, I have more of a romantic quality, if you will. I could get behind that. Good for them. You got the hottest senator in the galaxy, right? so let's dive into some easter eggs and discuss the show as we go so this show opened up with the return to coruscant in the galactic capital i feel like that guy from liberty mutual (laughs) liberty the galactic capital 
where the Senate is based. And that Make opening sequence, yeah, no. And that opening scene <laughs> of episode seven, where you know it, they just do that fly through a coruscant, dude. Mm-hmm. That fantastic, the imagery there. Loved every minute of it. I thought I'm like, man, like Coruscant got rebuilt and looks even cooler than it did. Yes, I mean mm-hmm. the Jedi treated the droids like they were part of the family, whereas well, the Empire side not, not so them. much. No, not, not all, all of them. them. Not all even, of them. When you look at Rebels, the um, they had that lunchbox droid that charged the. You know, he was basically just like, and that dude was hilarious all by himself. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do so, the shenanigans that Chopper did, but still, he had his own little personality. That's, I think that's yeah. mainly, they had their own little personalities built into them or developed if their you own notice, personalities. If you notice, it's only the droids, the only the droids that are prominent for those shows are the ones that are treated better and well. Yes. Most of the other droids are just, they're just droids. Yes. And Even that's a it. Little, so you're... It was a little rat droid. Like one of the cleaner droids on one of the, um, mm-hmm. like, he was like a little mouse that just followed, um, I forgot who it was. And he, I think he kicked it once or twice. He, he, like, he did Dang. kick it. He did kick it. <laughs> But it still followed but him. Yeah, like it was yeah. a loyal little dog, you know. But yeah, R two yeah. and three C three PO were definitely like family to those guys. They they are because they built them. They yeah. built. I mean, they built three PO, and R two has been a part of. He helped save uh, Adame. Yes, and all of that stuff, and you know, she was like, "I'm gonna take him with them." You know, those have, and over all the course of all this time, they have been a part of the core team. And Luke restored R2 at one point. He did. He did. C3PO got erased at one point, but then R2 backed him back up and gave him his memories back, I thought. I know. Or did, because remember, he, he, it was in Andor. It was in Andor, I thought. With C-3PO, because he's like, oh, I speak Sith. But I, my protocols don't let me speak it. So then they done something that, to his head. And they said it may erase his memories. That isn't the same thing as uh, as him being, his memories being restored. His, his uh, speech and his uh, protocol functions, his translations and all that stuff was never damaged. It was okay. uh, they they erased his memory and from what I understand they did it several several times. Yeah, but I thought R2 always backed him up and gave it back. No. Okay. That's why that's if if R2 had done that over the course of all these these generations, 3PO would have said stuff about different things that was going on. I because mean, he, 3PO runs his mouth. Yeah, I mean, hey he kept the fact that Leia and Luke kissed a secret, what? or that they were Ooh, brother and PO? sister. Yeah, yeah, he didn't care nothing about that. That wasn't. We, I mean, we R2 cared that something. Luke and Leia kissed. I mean, R two tried did. to say something. 
because nobody uh, understands well, him. Dark Two did. I love that little uh, tie-in that he's like, "Oh, don't, don't, don't do that," because y'all are. But he, R two is crass. R two is one of the most crass cursing mugs that's out there. Zero, he was zero fuck. cool. You think he Chopper is not. bad? R two is the original OG on that one, man. He is, and uh, uh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was like exchanging rings. There we go, Brian. I love <laughs> it. That exactly. It was like they were exchanging rings. But it's it's yeah. one of those things that you know R2 was R2 didn't say anything. He he kept everything close to his vest and he was like, Ain't none of my business. I'm just here to help. Chopper, on the other hand, that loud mouth son bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that dude would say anything. So let, as well. I, I know I've said this multiple times on while well, we've been here, but doing Ahsoka, Chopper has the highest body count. He does. Of everybody in the Star Wars universe outside of when they blew up and or, you know, in Rogue One. Uh, you know what? I don't know how many people they say his body count is what? 40,000 plus. 40,000 plus. How many people were on the planet of uh, Alderaan? Don't know exactly. And I'm with, it was a very well and thriving planet, which is why they blew it up. Yes. So, it was to be uh, the example. Moff Tarkin actually probably has the highest body count by saying, destroy it this is true but it's cooler when it, it you say that about chopper it is because he's just a droid <laughs> dropping dropping airships on the yards doing all this stuff they don't know how many people have been collateral damage like, to his stuff he, he, he levels he doesn't he care just randomly blow shit up like oh wait you didn't want me to blow that up then why did you tell me to disable it Disable, yeah. I'm gonna blow the son of a bitch up. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a what's up, bit... Mac? What what appreciate you dropping by. We're we're not I'm gonna drop any no, spoilers. There's no spoilers and, uh, today. <laughs> oh no, wait, he hasn't watched it yet. He hasn't, he hasn't watched, watched anything. Okay, yeah, no get, out, get, out, get out, get out, get out, get your ass out of here because I'm gonna spoil all <laughs> no the way, kids. No way. <laughs> Yeah, Chopper was vicious, man. Chopper was vicious. Like he was a little psychopath. He was he was stacking bodies, man. And nobody. I I actually want to see him and R two get together and just do mass destruction on shit. Because neither one would want to be outdone by the other. No, we'll catch you later, (laughs) Mac, man. But we we doing spoilers, man. I can't. I don't want to ruin nothing for anybody. But yeah, R2 and Chopper, like, I'm telling you, you could just be like, hey, we're going to drop y'all here. We'll be, we'll swing back by in a couple of hours. Do what you do, boys. And you know, by the time they got back, they'd be like, go. And all you see is the, yeah. is the ghost flying off and then like the whole planet just fucking disintegrated. But like, dude, we only gave you some fucking dental floss and a chopstick over here. <laughs> Fucking like guy rest. 
fucking MacGyver and shit. We're way off base here, but still, I I, I love it. I I don't Ah. care. So, we'll press with some Easter eggs here. So, Harris and Dula name drops the Imperial Remnant from Star Wars Legends. Senator Ziano says that is a conspiracy theory. However, Mando Season 3 confirmed this is true, unveiling the Imperial Shadow Council who await Thrawn's return. Yep. And do you know who's there to back that up? Captain Tiva was there. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. He was which, there to give credibility to it. Hey, this, we know also, this, this is happening. What that did just then was this fits as Ahsoka's place in the timeline and how, how Carson Tiva is there to interrupt Terra's court-martial mentioning the Imperial Remnant and Moff Gideon's defeat at Mandalore in Mando Season 3, the ending. So mm. that kind of explains yeah. why Captain Carson is there. Yeah. So, I mean, it it, he, it was a little bit of self-correction there toward the end, which is cool. I don't mind him doing that at all. I know some people yeah. are like, well, he's all the way over on this side of the galaxy, but now he's all the way over here. It don't fucking matter, people. Actually, they, they kind of answered that when uh, earlier in the season when they, they said, did. Hey, you, you're kind of far from, uh, your post. <laughs> from, from your post. And see, if they would have left because... it like that, cool. That's that because better. this happens right after the defeat of Moff Gideon. Yep. And so that's why people are like, why is he here? He should be over there. No, 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 no. This is this is after. It shows how busy um, you know Tiva is and how little of them there are. Yes. Yes. So that's that's one of those things that double the space that he should be covering because there's just not that many. Well, and he understands that they can't be everywhere because remember they were talking about pulling them from the mid remnant when all the pirates was running wild out there. And he's like, where are our people? And they're like, we're being pulled elsewhere. Yep. All right. But yeah. I, we need. I'm looking forward to the up some of the other upcoming shows where we get a little, hopefully get a little bit more space pirates. We, we need more space pirates <laughs> in our life because by damn, I want a Hondo appearance so bad. Give me some fucking Hondo. No, you know who I want, and I've said it before, and I swear. To, you know what? This is Gibbs saying this to Filoni. If you give me a boost of Tarek appearance or even a nod of a red Death Death Star, not Death Star, but Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Yeah. If you give me boost of Tarek and anything that we've got coming up, I'll shut my mouth. Dude, you know how epic that would be. Even if it's just Mando, Mando season four, and they're just cruising along, and all of a sudden out the freaking side view mirror. You see Grogu go, wait. <laughs> like, you know, when he's seen the Purgle the first time, right? Is that, is that a red 
Star Destroyer? What the hell? I'm going to lose my collective shit. It would be like when he see, saw the Purgle the first time when they're traveling through hyperspace and all of a sudden you see yeah. the Purgle come by and he's like, mm-hmm. oh. To, I would be like... I would oh. lose my shit. You know, I'm like... If Felonius, will, if Felonius does that, I will, I will say, okay... Write, I will handwrite a letter to Dave Filoni apologizing for anything bad that both I and Gibbs may or may not have said about him. No, I still stand by everything, but I will tell him you you did you that was you mother sucker. Ooh, goddamn. That would be a yes. Even if it's dude, just a, yes. a blimp, just like wait, was that a just red a star glimpse. destroyer? You let me see Booster Tarek and his red star destroyer, and I man. What? That he stole just because he fucking could. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm, I'm nerding out over here. I'm nerding out. Hey, you know who else is notorious for that, You're good. too? You're good. Is Lando. If we don't see Lando just walking into random freaking people's ships in Lando and just taking it, they're not doing Lando any justice. Because that dude well, was still anything. Now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, he didn't lock his shit? Grab that door. <laughs> And give him me a Coke uh, 45. <laughs> him and his droid lover. Uh, well, actually, she's in the uh, she's in the uh, Falcon now. Oh, that's right, she is. Her memory was she's uploaded the to Falcon the Falcon now. Yeah. Uh, that's why they always refer to the Falcon as a she in her. Yep. yep, that's true. She is the voice of the Falcon. So we've already covered this next one, which was C3PO making the cameo. Saying, you know, Leia authorized Hera's mission. And mm-hmm. I think you brought this up, Gibbs, about her being the leader of the Defense Council, which gives her a lot of purviews when it comes to that kind yes. of stuff. So my next big juicy tidbit. After I hydrate myself with some fresh lemon water from Splash. Ooh. Hit me up, Splash. Hydrate. We can make some... We can make some money together. So Anakin recorded 20 holovids for Ahsoka so we could continuously get Hayden Christensen cameos. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, <laughs> am not mad about it. So no. we knew the videos existed, all right? We knew they existed. But to see them in live action, freaking cool as hell. Because yeah, we see them in Rebels. Are, those are pretty cool. When... We, and we seen when she, he got she he gave them to her in a, uh, Clone Wars when he presented yep. her with her her um her her sabers. They were in the bottom of the box. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I don't know if people really two to two because she lifted the box and there they were. But anyways, we get unlimited cameos mm-hmm. from Hayden Christensen, and I'm okay with it. Darn. Con man oh, of yeah. the year. Fuck yeah, dude, Lando. Yeah. Lando, Lando's the business, man. That dude would be hustling the entire bar. The entire bar would know they're being hustled, and he would still hustle them. <laughs> it literally happened in freaking Solo. It like did. They knew, they knew he was going to hustle them, and he still managed to hustle the hustle of the hustle until Han caught on to what he was doing and hustled the hustle of the hustle of the hustle 
I think I'm gonna get in my hustles right there, but that's how that went down. Oh, there was a whole lot of hustling. <laughs> yeah, it was like the hustler trying to hustle the hustlers. Hein Watson hustled the hustler of the hustle of the hustle. <laughs> Lando thought he was gonna do it, but then Hein had one more hustle left in it, and that's yes. how he he got the possession of the Millennium Falcon. At the yeah, end, hustled the hustler. Yes. Of the hustle. Of the hustle of the hustle. There's a lot of hustling going on in that last like 20 minutes. But I was there for it. So in these hollow vids, let's hop back on top of here. In these hollow vids is where we get the mention of General Grievous, who we all know Obi-Wan killed. Count Doku, who we all know that Anakin killed. And decides Ventress, who could or could not be dead. We really don't know. And it explains the reason why Anakin taught Ahsoka Jemso a variant of Form 5. Yep. And so she would be able to combat them if ever she was put into that position to where she would need to do so. Well, five is five is a very defensive yes. form. So there's that. So I, I read yeah. a little bit about that. It was something that the Jedi would never use because they felt like it was um it was um, not truthful. Not like a is that am I saying it right? Like it wasn't truthful reason why the Jedi wouldn't do it and I forgot why the uh the dark side wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do what? Form five? Or the gym talking about the Yeah there's a special move. I think it's the Jinso. I think that's what you're talking about. There's a special so move. Jimso that is a did. is just a form of form five. Africa. Yeah. So my mm-hmm. cat just came to visit and he's being a needy little bitch all of a sudden. Yeah while you're doing that I read an article. I'm proud of you, Jen. Hell yeah. I know you read a lot of articles. Because I know you read a lot of articles. <laughs> well, you know, I, know you I do a I lot of reading. I my coffee and, and, you know, I read so much nerd stuff, it just kind of pops up on there. <laughs> Dude, it all blends together for me. A, a lot of the, the Jedi, uh, the with the different forms that they had out there, the, the more popular ones were the flashier and showier ones. Such as form four yep. and two, I do believe. I think it's three two. was three was a more it's defensive. The Tricotta. Huh? The Tricotta. Yeah. 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 And so okay. the number three was more defensive. That was mid move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Whenever you have these different forms and that sort of stuff, four or five was taught, and it was heavy on uh, blaster defense and uh, you know defense against you know one on one opponents, which is why um, actually Anakin started learning a lot of it. But Anakin, his his first true love was number four because it was flashy. Mm-hmm. But he he started when. Um, 
Vader, when he became Vader, he went to a lot more defensive way, yeah. and then he would flow in and out of that and form six as well. You also have to keep in mind the reason why she was pushed a lot toward form five at that time is she grew up during the clone wars where there was a lot of blaster fire correct so that's why that there was so much focus put on that at that for her and also anakin as well but there's a episode of the clone wars where you see rats and the boys just basically like shooter blasting it yeah anakin was like shooter and, she and keep going. And keep going. Sit your guns to stun and just let it go. Let her rip. And she took a beating until she could learn to use the force to predict the net shot. And by the end of that episode, beast mode And that's also what helped her survive Order 66. And there we have it, folks. Another history lesson. You're learning tonight. And you're all welcome for when you go back and listen to this episode later on Spotify. Love it. Mm-hmm. So another big yeah. thing that happens in this episode is that Morgan. So you're saying the Form Five is basically more defensive, like against projectiles. It's yeah. more defensive. Period. It, it's one of those that that is from a. It's a evolution. Form Five was probably created as a counter for Form Four. Because form floor is heavy. Attack, mm. attack, attack, attack. Flashy showing with the flips and all that stuff. And so four and five is more of a defensive. Mm-hmm. The um, the move that you're talking about was uh, the one where they turned the lightsaber on and off, right? Jen? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the reason why the, the, the Sith thought it was weak, it, it was a... Mm. If you did that and resulted to that type of trick, it was because you were not a strong enough fighter. And so they they considered weak. Mm-hmm. And Jedi just considered it down and dirty and, you know, deceptive. You know. Um, Ahsoka, however, don't mm-hmm. care. She would turn she your shit doesn't. off. She she she's You've seen her. She'll, she'll turn it off in the middle of a fight and turn it back on. You know, it, it's one of those things that shows that... Uh, you know she's she's more outside of Jedi standard teachings. And that's and also how she Jedi. ended up with her uh, mm-hmm. her kyber crystals for her new blades. Yep, when she went to make and new she's ones. She's not a Jedi. Yep. And we're back. So Morgan <laughs> gives Thrawn. No, I love it. Keep, we're, we're, but we're gonna <laughs> press it forward. Press, yes. Morgan gives Grand Admiral Thrawn access to the Inquisitorial database, and shows that Morgan had ties to the Inquisitors as well, which I think we kind of knew a little bit in um, in the Mandalorian. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't quite know to the extent. But we do learn in the last episode that she was very much in bed and in ties with the whole Inquisitors. And therefore also probably Vader as well. Well, enough that, you know, she was able to bring one back to life with her Night Witch magic. Yes. 
And also, we never knew in Mando that she was a part of the Night Sisters. Nah. We just thought she was a very well trained assassin, I guess. Can it, but that took over that outpost. Can I ruin something for you? Yes. Um, sure. There we go. Every time my I look at her, I always think of Cherry O'Terry. Was it Cherry O'Terry? Was she on SN was she on Mad <laughs> TV? She looks just like- SNL. Was was Cherry O Terry? <laughs> Oh my god. She was with Will Ferrell. <laughs> Every time I look at her, that's all I see. And I'm like, I can't watch this. I think she's going to do the cheerleading skit. I'm sorry. SSNL. it for everybody, but I had to say it. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Superstar. Okay. Oh my god. Hey, that's Bruce Lee's goddaughter, all right? She'll murk your ass. I can't. But here's the thing about that that scene that blew my mind. So, come on, Gibbs. Be professional. Can you see her? I'm lightheaded. I'm lightheaded. I was like, oh, I'm like, is that Terry or Terry? Fuck. I'm about to talk about that, Brian. I'm glad you brought that up, but that's (laughs) that's my net statement. So... For those who don't know, who who don't, I'm not a big fan of, like, I've never read the Legends or the EU or whatever you want to call it. However, I've been doing a lot of fucking reading. I've been dipping my feet into the comic books more and more. There we go. So Grand Admiral Thawne now on two occasions worked with Anakin. One time with Anakin. Back before he became Grand Admiral Thrawn and he was working his way through the ranks, they did do missions together during the Clone Wars. I think mm-hmm. early in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. before Ahsoka yep. came along. The second time Grand Admiral Thrawn worked with him was when he was an admiral and he had just won one of the big ba- the battle that got him Grand Admiral. He worked with Vader. And Vader and Thrawn kind of figured out that, wait, this dude's kind of reminds me of somebody. Yep. And I think I know who this guy is. It was was things that uh, Vader said. Yes. But the look on Thrawn's face when he found out Anakin was her master. He made a diamond. Was fucking priceless. A lump of coal. And it turned into a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It went. Uh, Morgan goes, Is that a problem? He's like, um, We definitely got to change tactics a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we have a plan. He's like, Yeah, but that don't mean she's doing a plan. She's just whipping it out Correct. there. So, I mean, if words could say any, well, if faces could say anything, his face said "fuck." He's like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" Like this is what you the didn't fuck tell I me gotta... this shit before. You know how they? This is shit you gotta know he beforehand. The, uh, okay. The angry interpreter for like President Obama. You know, he needed the yes. interpreter. Well, he was just like, "Hmm." Need somebody that's, on there. Like... Damn it, all. <laughs> You know that's what happened. That's what I think happened. That's like um, 
It was um, <laughs> I forgot. It was like a famous general that, like, he was being interviewed, and he's like, "So when you were fighting the U.S., what was that like?" He's like, "You see my battle plan? That's how you fight the fucking U.S. Because here's their doctrine. Here's everything they're gonna do. They don't fucking do nothing in here. They just nope. fucking do. <laughs> they say go kill." And they fucking kill by any way they can. <laughs> and that was Anakin and Ahsoka during the Clone Wars. Hey, make this happen, it, okay? It got really it, was. boss. However you w- got it. However we got to get it done, done. Oh, okay, fucking cool. Yep. And they would go and do the craziest fucking shit you can think of. And it would fucking work. And they would win. And, and Obi-Wan and Yoda would be like, hmm. Throw tactics out the window. Do what you must. <laughs> they don't fucking so I listen. Will say this. I will say this. That was my really horrible impression. Thrawn's face was not too far <laughs> off from Moff Gideon's when Luke came onto the ship. Moff Gideon changed his diaper. <laughs> yeah. As soon 100%. as he seen Luke. So he Thrawn was, like, was a little bit more reserved like, I'm so glad I'm and was back. a little bit more like Thrawn was a little bit more like yes, okay, now we're going to go. He's too in control to to let it really show how worried, but the fact that he, it's one of those that when he goes like this, that says a lot. You know, yeah. that says volumes of, you know, what it is, but it, it's about the same level. Of, yeah. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Is this dude? It would be like when Count Doku would be like, "Hey, yeah. who, who's leading this battle? Anakin? <sighs> fuck. Hey, <laughs> we leaving, y'all. Hey, Going it's home. just shit. It's just shit. I'm gonna die today. Get that back on the plane. We just leaving. But but we. What's that? What's that dude that spilled my food this morning? He fucked up. Who's the cook? Send him and put him in front of that legion that ain't ain't never done shit. Yeah, y'all y'all go out there and get him. We have trust trust affecting y'all. Yo, y'all pack up our shit. We getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Even Grievous, <laughs> even General Grievous, like he would he would he would be like, oh, yeah, we'll go. We we fight. We fight. And then we'll he'd be like, wait a fucking minute. No, no. No, we ain't gonna do this. We change our mind. <laughs> My daughter just said she was filing a formal no- noise complaint against me. She's trying to sleep. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta, oh. <laughs> gotta quiet down a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Anakin, yeah. they'd be like, "Hey, what happened to the plan? Oh, I had a new plan. What? Well, what was that plan? We got the job I have, done. I have thirteen percent of a plan." Oh, he didn't even have that. He fucking winged it. Like, hey, they're coming from that way. We coming from this <laughs> way. We going to, we, we meeting in the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So. Are you going to talk about, um, are you going to talk about uh, Ezra not taking the saber back? We will. We'll get in there. And just using the force, how badass that was. Okay. We're, we will get there. And yes, that's like my very last bullet. So we're saving that battle for last. Oh, okay. 
including okay. the old the this, throwback to the old it. westerns where they round the, the cattle up so to speak so while they are traveling they're moving and um sabine is under the impression that the empire was defeated at indoor but what she doesn't realize is that it actually continued for an additional year it ended at the battle of jaku according to yep. chuck windig's aftermath trilogy yep. which i i dug a little bit into that and i thought that was kind of cool not going to get oh, into yeah. a whole lot of it because god damn we could be here for another few hours just discussing that because the <laughs> aftermath is where it, it shaped what we see currently and yes in episode seven yes it does yeah basically that book ends the seventh movie basically takes place yeah, for the most part we're winging yeah. it because we don't want to get into like a whole lot of no yeah no aftermath is a beast yeah and i went and seen how thick those novels were they they ain't for the faint of heart no they're not they're, they're pretty nice and they're small print too i'd be sitting there like this put my glasses on like magnify too like damn <laughs> they, they got me a larger print I'm like, don't they know? I'm you just need to get an e-reader. Even with the e-reader, the glare kills me. But um, just put it in dark. I, even that Ooh. bothers me. Like, <laughs> that's why I don't currently own an e-reader really? because it bothered um, me. Yeah, you gave me headaches. Oh god, I love mine. Love oh, I loved it. It was the I'm most convenient thing I ever owned. Right now, but it gave me Hell headaches. Yeah. But that's that. And she's, you know, this, she's telling Ezra all this stuff like, hey, what's been going on and what have you been up to? And what she fails to mention is that she hasn't been, she's been sitting at home being a little emo bitch for the last fucking decade, basically. Because that's what she's and been she's doing. And she's fucked up everything on the return home. And she's a fucking traitor. But hey, whatevs, right? Now, I, I will say this. I do understand the first time that she sees him and that they're, they're together and, you know, everything's nice. And he asks her about certain stuff and she's like, not we'll talk right about now. that later. Yeah, she, let's just say that. Later. And so it doesn't help that later doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So it also, I would like to point out that Sabine did give us the – when he asked about Zeb, like, hey, where's Zeb? She's like, oh, he is training new recruits. Yep. So, because I was pissed. I mean, yeah, you gave me Zeb and Mando, which was cool. But this is fucking basically Rebel Season 5, and you're not giving a Zeb. And that by far is quite bullshit. But I get I, it. I don't know. I get it. Uh, this, is, this is the reason why I say I don't know. We know that Zeb is off training recruits. He's off doing stuff. Um, even at the end of Rebels, Zeb was kind of, you know, he's still, you know, with them. And he's still, you know, oh, the, you know. The, but he was also missing crew, home but, as well. But he was missing home. He was missing his, his, you know, his people. And he was pretty much done with the whole deal. He was. 
You know, so. But I, I think Zeb Zeb is where he needs to be. I do too. No matter where that's at, when where it boils down to that he's at. Because I mean, Zeb made it like him and um, what was the Moff's name in Rebels that helped him? He he became uh, a fulcrum too. Oh, that asshole. Uh, oh. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not 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 Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince was uh was Kanan. Oh, he was Kanan. That's right. Uh, what was the dude? The dude. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I forget the dude's name. Give me a second. He got on my nerves. He got on everybody's nerves, but he ended up being a a pretty good dude. Uh, Agent Callus. Yes, Callus. Sorry, I had to look that up. That was going to bother me. Because he, he, him and Zeb formed that very good bond. And also, Callus and Zeb actually fought side by side at one point. Wait, no, they weren't side by side, but they fought in the same battle together. Mm-hmm. And he knew of Zeb, and Zeb knew of him. Yeah. And that kind of gave them this weird... PTSD bond, I guess, from that that battle because that battle was supposedly grueling on both sides. So that yeah. later happens. Yeah, they get <laughs> <Yeah>. attacked. <laughs> so Jeff that starts it. Yeah. Yes. But so we do see the Night Sisters mention that there is um someone in route or a Jedi is coming. I can't remember what all these what was exactly said, and he, he yeah. looks over at Morgan and is like, "Are you sure Ahsoka's dead?" And she's like, "Well, Balin assured me that she was dead. If for all intents and purposes, she should have been dead. I mean, he he Balin, who's not here, <laughs> yeah, he pushed her ass off a cliff. But it was cool though, because the Night Sisters, as they came into space, double tapped. Like, well, I mean, I don't yeah. know how much you can double tap with the lightsaber, but he should have did something. But the Purgles come through that minefield, Just... and um, they start getting lit up, and they don't like that. So basically, she's they spit out Ahsoka, and she goes like, "All right, cool, we're gonna do what the standard Star Wars trope is, and we're gonna fly through this minefield, which you've seen a yeah. lot of in Clone Wars and Rebels." Like, oh, there's a minefield. We're going to go hide in it. Or asteroid field, I should say. We're going to hide in there. We'll be safe. Really nice. Which is what their magic. <laughs> and they were able to to find Ten her. Point. And they started, you know, taking their shots at her. So Ahsoka being Ahsoka was like, give me a minute. Calm down, Huyang. I got this. And she does her little Jedi mind tricky. And she does the uh, Master Padawan connection. And um, basically, it's like, all right, bet I know where they are. And I think it might have been at this point we got to see the uh, the nice little hickey that Ezra gave Sabine. Oh Lord, have mercy! I know no. I said that one to you. <laughs> you did. I seen it earlier that day, but I was just like, oh, that, that's these one two. of those things. They fucking. <laughs> and I know where you get that line from too. <laughs> they fuck the boys, but. 
They uh no, I, I really think that it, it was dirt and something else. Yeah. I don't think that they were fucking. Because I'm telling you, and this is just oh, yeah. me. The Night Sisters don't trust Balin for shit. Neither does Thrawn. Yeah. No. But I'm telling you, at this point in time, around here, now it may be different because, you know, Ezra ain't seen no, no you know, human no female booty in a while. No cookie. no cookie in a while. Well, he ain't never seen no cookie. That's true. Um, he was a teenager when he, he got teleported. But what I'm saying is, is he the message he left Sabine was not one of, oh, come find me, you know, I want to see you, this and this. It was like a little brother to his bigger sister. Yep. You know, hey, I know you got it, you know, this and this and going on. So, yeah, yeah I think that I think that, Ezra's over that. Yeah, I do, too. I really do. I think it's more of a. She may have the feelings now because she's had those almost decade of repressed feelings of him not being there. Mm-hmm. So who, who knows? Who knows what we're about to get? But what I do know we're about to get is one of the pretty cool, pretty awesome fight scenes. And we, we see the yeah. circle up of the uh, the Raiders like straight out of an old Western movie, which I thought was cool as hell. And you know, like they would be circling the chuck wagons, and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking cool. I'm like, it's like a Western yeah, yeah. Star Wars all of a sudden. And I'm like, where's Cad Bane when you need him? Uh, he's dead. I know. But, you know, but anytime you see like a Western thing about to happen in Star Wars, you're like, oh, Cad Bane's going to pop out sometime. Because <laughs> it never failed, right? Anytime there is like, yeah. this kind of feels like a Western. Then all of a sudden, like, in comes Cad Bane. I'm like, ah, that's why. <laughs> but, but, let, no, go one, ahead. Go one, ahead. One little point is before, right before that, because that that's when um, Shin Haiti was cooperating with the Raiders. But mm-hmm. we saw Balin tell Shin, you go ahead. Yeah. This is, where, know, we this is where This is where we part ways. And a lot of people are like, you know, Shin might feel some sort of way about him abandoning her, but I don't, I don't think so because no, he, he, he told her why, he, you know, she was like, you're not coming. He goes, no, he goes, your ambition, you need to go and <laughs> you need to go and, um, you know, do what your ambition enjoy, take your plate rightful place in this empire. Yeah, our places, our paths, you know. You know, my path is somewhere different, you yeah. know. So, and she kind of looked at him and she was like, mm, okay. And she but thought about you, you it. You got to remember, like, yeah. though, at the same time, like, as they were talking on this journey, there was a few times where she gave him that look like, motherfucker, why? Yeah, well, she's questioning. I don't think it was ever motherfucker, what is, I don't understand, like, yeah. what? Yeah, general like, that, curiosity. That doesn't seem like you know what I'm saying? This. Yeah, but, but she's uh, you know, there are some people I've seen in the internets that some people are like, oh yeah, she's gonna be pissed at him and the anger, and I'm like, nah. I don't think so. She's all he's. I don't. She's always known the dark he, side. I don't think she ever f- will fully embrace it. Eh, maybe. But maybe we'll see. she she could pull a, a Mara Jade. Who knows? I just wanted to. I just wanted to. You know. 
do that little boop, boop, boop. But, you know, so they, you know, they stopped the, the chuck wagons and the raiders start attacking or whatever. And Ezra being Ezra, and this is what I loved about it. Ezra has not lost that comedic side. Whoa, whoa, guys. Hey, we could talk about this, you know? <laughs> and I was like, the moment he did that shit, I was like, oh, the rebel days. I'm like, that is, because anytime his ass got into some kind of trouble. Whoa, guys, guys, guys. Yeah. We could talk about this. What's your name? That was, that was. Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. You may have heard of me. Like, <laughs> this is my boy right here. Like, Ezra, you. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, because at first, yeah, I, was that, not, that's I was not with Ezra. Ezra. I couldn't rock with Ezra at first. What? I couldn't. Like, I was like, yeah, he's kind of a, he's, he's different. He's new. I'm like, he's force sensitive. He doesn't quite realize it yet. I he hate the he, he leaned. He was a kid. But when he told those motherfuckers that he's like, I'm Jabba. You don't you've never heard of me? I was like, That, that was kind of cool. I'm like, wait, is he talking about Jabba the fucking Hut? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they know everybody knows who Jabba the fucking Hut is, dude. You're not <laughs> pulling one here. It was Agent Callus the first time he came across Agent yeah. Callus. I was like, this dude, I'm like, I'm like, all right. Jabba. I'm like, that's when I was like, all right, I can rock with Ezra now. I'm like. He's dropping Jabba's name. I'm like, all right, cool. But, um, and then the fight starts. And this has probably been one of my favorite fights so far in this episode, like within Ahsoka. Just because of, you got that, you got Ezra being Ezra the entire time. Get his ass kicked, come back and win. I mean, Shin fucking smacked his ass but then he also showed that he has not stopped using the force he's been practicing using the force the Mm -hmm. only way that he could during this 10 years which is i forgot what this practice is called but it was a different set of jedi who they used their lightsaber but not like but they were more earth like they they like they were more embraced with like the Earth Force, you know. What I'm, am, I, am I making so, sense? I, I got you. I can't so remember what it was that, called. The form that he was using was a. Uh, we've seen it before in um, Rogue One, and we saw Luke do parts of it in Episode Eight. Yes, the what he what he was doing was a martial art. That was created by old yes. practitioners to help combat the Jedi. And it was called Terrace Kasi. That's it. That's that's the it, word I'm looking for. It, it actually was created in a video game back in the 90s. This is EU stuff. Mm-hmm. So and it was pretty, pretty friggin'. It, it blew my mind that they brought it back for solo because um, you know, Solo's girl and her master, they both were practitioners of Terrace Kasi. Mm-hmm. Now, Luke, during in the EU um, and over the years, Luke learned Terrace Kasi from uh, one practitioner who, who showed him how to do it. So when he was doing it in episode eight, I was like, okay, bet. I like that. All right, yeah. a little bit of Terrace Kasi, Luke. Okay, that's digging into the EU. 
But where the fuck did Ezra learn how to do Terrace Kazi? When you've had nothing but fucking 10 years to sit around and play with turtle Where people? would it, Who taught him how to do Terrace Kazi? That's not a force ability. That's not something that you can learn and grow from the force. That is a whole separate art. Yeah. The practitioners of Terrace Kazi were generally non-force users. They used it to combat Jedi and Sith and those people who were force sensitive. So all these years, there was nothing in Rebels in which he learned it. There's nothing any of that stuff. So him saying, I've used the force and the force used me, I could see him doing some pushes and punches and all that stuff. Yeah, but he was doing more than that. For victory leads to defeat. Yes. I like that, Brian. That that was probably but, like Balin was full of some philosophy, man. He had that whole Macbeth vibe going. But you show it, it you saw that she kind of remembered that he said that and pulled up. Mm-hmm. Then did. She kind of pulled up. You know, yeah. especially when she was she was like, Oh, I gotta go and I gotta dip. But this yeah. that that was my whole rant for the whole um for the whole of uh this this grand fight is who taught Ezra Terrace Kasi? The only thing that I could think of, there's somebody else there. That's the only thing. It they better be. explain that shit. No, I they, want to know. Well, as soon as we're done here, we can all go find out. <laughs> and, and Brian's right. We don't know why he has experience since he's been there. I mean, it's been 10 fucking years. And at some point, at one point, him and Thrawn were together, and then now they're separated. So why it happened in between point A and point B? Hopefully, we get a little bit more details tonight on what happened between point A and point B. So, exactly again, Terrascasi isn't something that you just oh, and I know. Yeah, I mean, look at what fucking Ray was learning shit. That she shouldn't have no idea, no one. Actually, Ray, that whole deal was, uh, yeah, bad writing. I mean, we both know that, oh, but I can, I can ding felonious. This is bad writing. Flag on the play. Yeah, we ain't going to get all in all that, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we do see the second all showdown right. of Ahsoka and Balin. He's quick to remind her. He, he's like, you're still not going to beat me. And she's like, I ain't trying to beat I don't you. Have to. I don't have to. He says, maybe I don't have to. <laughs> I mean, she, she knew what was on point. Fucking Hu Yang doing what Hu Yang does, man. And he's been making this show, man. Like, he's been like one of those characters. Like, what ball of knowledge is he going to drop on us this episode? Do you know what I'm saying? Like he said, oh, they're all together again. Mm. I hope I live to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As he's being fucking shot at. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. um, yeah, mad props to fucking Doctor Who, man. He, he's fucking nailing that. I mean, granted, he is yeah. Hu Yang in the cartoon as well, but beside the point. But, yeah. Um, I, I can get up all the sentimental and shit on that one. But, you know, that, that whole battle, we, we see that 
Ezra's had time to master the Force minus a lightsaber. However, he did that beyond us at this point. And hopefully we kind of figure that out at some point. But it was funny as hell. Well, he was just like, no, no, you, you keep it. I don't yeah, need that lightsaber. I gave it to you. All I need like, is the Force. I got this. Me and the Force, we cool. We homies. I got this. And, and people did bring up. That was that the best part. He's like, like uh, my allies are Force and my carry girl. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. Say it's kind of like a uh, old boy from Rogue One, <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. And so I, I was like, yeah, the force. the force is with me. Now there, I am there's a with difference. The force. He was blind and didn't see everything blowing up around him. But there, there was a difference. Ezra uses the force. The force used that guy. Yes. The force did what he allowed himself to be used by the force. Yes. And, and so the force did what already. it did. Yes, we did. And so I, that's that was a beautiful difference. discussion, by the way. That was a great discussion. Yes. Like the who he's so, who he was designed after, who he was modeled after, and the history yes. there. Oh, that's a that's a freaking great episode. <laughs> Go back and listen to that one. But, but um, uh, you know, Ezra, you know, using the force, mm -hmm. and uh, what'd you think, Jen? Yeah, yeah. Of episode seven. We're going to get into that in here in a minute with closure and what, thoughts. What? The whole episode? Just the, that that battle in this particular. Fight. Well, yeah. Oh, like just that. Um, I don't know. I personally love seeing Ezra throw people around with it, with the uh, Tereskasi. Oh, yeah. And then, um, and then just the fight between Ahsoka and Balin. I love it. He's like, you're never going to defeat me. And she blocks him. And she's like, I don't have to. Bye. Because, I mean, yeah, I think she, she knew that he was either A, trying to, like, yeah, he was trying to distract her. And that's just not what she needed to do. She's like, I don't need to defeat you. I'm not focused on you. I need to go over here. Yeah. And he was doing the distraction thinking Shin could take. He knew she he could take uh, Shin could take uh, Sabine, but then he's like, "Well, Ezra's been Not outside Ezra. of the force for ten years. You know, what's he gonna do?" He's like, "I don't need a lightsaber." Gets fucked up one time's like, "But oh, there's a blaster. Hang on." So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes to show that he did practice because when you go back and watch Obi Wan, he didn't. And how weak he was. I mean, it took him time, but he started getting stronger and stronger. But you his can definitely throwdown, tell that Ezra practiced a lot. His throwdown at the end of mm -hmm. Obi-Wan with uh, Vader, fucking epic and for the ages. Mm -hmm. Like that yeah. fight was. I don't Watched know. Watched that one who... a couple of times. Actually, I think that fight is a throwback to one of their practice sessions they had together and they designed that fight themselves. And they got yeah, to finally do probably. it. Probably. And it, yeah. it is because it looks kind of similar. But god damn, that fight was amazing. But then you 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 hit it when you said that um you know he look at the way that he, he utilized the force. He was throwing people around, so he he was mm -hmm. practicing with it, he was doing stuff with it, he didn't let his yeah. his abilities die. No, and it's going to be interesting no, because I mean, I mean to me, it's they're going like to get a, on the fulcrum, and Suyane's going to be like, "Oh, so you don't have a lightsaber? Hang on a second. And he brings out a box of stuff. Like, here you go, dude. 
Oh, you need a crystal? Hang on. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I mean, there, you, you can. I mean, obviously, you can turn down a lightsaber and... <laughs> I, I think... love Brian! Yeah. You know, I think... Why's it so heavy? Why's it so long? Oh, Brian. He's like, there's an adjuster knob right there. This is just, this is too heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. Dude, that episode was hilarious. I'm sorry, guys. If you have not watched Rebels, I know a lot of stuff is going over people's head. <laughs> but when Ezra builds his first lightsaber and he turns it on for the first time and he almost drops the fucking thing. Because it's yeah. so fucking heavy. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, there's a knob. You can make it pointy. You can make it circle, you know? Yeah. And just watching Kanan, like, explain this whole thing to him was like, come on, kid. I'm like, Kanan, you haven't taught him shit. You just like, hey, here's some parts. Build a lightsaber, dude. Build a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, yeah. That cat ain't gonna take your shit... <laughs> okay, I don't want to be edited later to get rid yeah, of dead I spot, so chill. Alright. So, normally this is, anybody got anything else before we go off the final shots? This, I mean, guys, this, we could probably go another 30 minutes on this episode. There wasn't a whole lot of Easter eggs per se in this episode. I mean, there was a lot of callbacks to stuff, but not really a lot to... The, yes, the story did advance, but it didn't advance to where we as fans thought it should have advanced to. We felt like this ball could have kind of been kicked a little further down the road in this episode. Mm. We didn't get that so much, but hopefully with tonight's episode, I think it's like 50 minutes long. So maybe we hopefully get we'll get there. Yeah. If not, hopefully we so will get a season two. We did see we did see Thrawn call his horses back. And Shin is like left out there and she didn't like her prospects of, uh, you know, fighting with all three of them. Yeah. And so, but Ahsoka was like, Hey, listen, you don't have to go. You can come with us. So she put it out there. Oh, absolutely. Brian. Uh, Yeah. That was also another callback to other episodes and also other stuff within the EU and the, where it's like, hey, we can help. We don't have we can to help. fight. Nope. So, it, and that's, and I'll, I'll, I enjoy callbacks. I enjoy the little Easter eggs. I enjoy all that stuff. I'm about to enjoy episode eight. I know that much. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, with that being said, Jen, let's get your final thoughts and opinions on episode seven. So, it, I liked it a lot. It's not my favorite episode, but it's definitely building. I think the biggest reason why I really liked it was just having <laughs> Ezra come back. And yeah. I feel like in this episode, you see even more, like, ever since Ahsoka went into the, the between worlds with Anakin. I mean, you look at her. She looks like Gandalf the White, you know, her whole outfit change yeah. and everything. And she, to me, she seems like... She, yeah, she seems like she has a lot more clarity. Like she, before, she like had this turmoil, yes. and I feel like she has like a she's more zen. 
And I feel like you kind of see this yep. in this so, episode. And when she's fighting Balin, it's almost like um, she's more fluid. Yeah. Like she's mm-hmm. fighting more like a Jedi. To yeah. me, when she, yeah. it is. Like she nope. has that nope. connection. Like she can still connect with Anakin. And it's almost, you know, I... I, I love seeing that and then just seeing Ezra and like his antics and stuff. I'm I'm really glad that they yeah. brought him brought him um back into this too. So I I'm happy I he it. didn't it change within that time frame. He, Ezra is Ezra. Ezra's a big kid at heart. He's always getting himself into trouble. Whoa, we could talk about this, guys. Come on now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was I mean, like, dude, how many times have we fucking heard that? And he's friends with turtle people. How yeah, fucking cool is the, the turtle people? The the the, slingshot. the way that he was treating the turtle people. Yeah, he says something to him. He brings out a slingshot, and Sabine's like, "Is that it? Well, they're peaceful people." But that, him telling them, "No, no, no, get back inside. It's okay. <laughs> I got this." And then he goes out and gets thrown. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." But you that know, slingshot there, was another. A, callback to Ezra yep. using the slingshot before he yep. realized he was force sensitive. That's how he handled his business. Mm-hmm. Which I and thought how was really cool. Idiotic it was to use a slingshot against armored people. Dude, it worked. And if something works, guess what? It ain't fucking broke. Yeah. yeah. So all right, Gibbs, what you got? All right. Here we go. <laughs> Put your boots on. I love this. I love this episode. Uh, this episode was a, a good one for me. Um, again, my boy Balin. It's time to see what he's up to. Um, it's time to see what's calling him. Uh, like Pookie, it's calling me. It's calling me. Something's calling him, and uh, he's got to go to it. I'm ready to see what that is. That is what I'm most looking forward to in this. And, you know, we all know that Thrawn is going to get back. Yes. You know, they're going to go back. So if they don't show it in this season or series, how the fuck are the rest of them going to get back? And we know they get Um, back. Yep. And this is my prediction. Just Gibbs. This is what I want. Uh, I want to see Shin and Ezra get together and bump Sabine back. So let her go back to being gloom and boom and go back to hanging out with Hera. Jin, prediction. That's what we call a shared moment. Uh, That don't include Ezra and Shin getting freaky. (laughs) I didn't say freaky just together. I didn't. We know what you meant. We know what you meant. I didn't. I didn't have that inkling. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see how they get back, and then um, I am curious to see um how Ezra being back together with all of them, how that's gonna look in the the last episode. So I, I don't really have any predictions. I'm just gonna keep my mind open and watch. I'm, I'm anxious to see how that's all going to play out. All right. I enjoyed this episode. I, I do feel like more could have been done 
but when you're only given a 45 minute window to get things done, it's hard to do. So I think we got what we got. That's into that. I'm not going to sit here and go, Oh, well this and that and this and that. Eh, I'm getting new star Wars. All right. I'm happy. As far as me predicting anything, what I want is I would like to see what's calling for Balin. And if rumors on the internet are true, so help me God, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. No. I'm not going to spread it on here. I don't really like to spread that kind of shit. But I got a feeling that's what we're going to get in order to make that last trilogy work. And so we'll see. Mm. We shall see. It's going to be interesting to see how they get back. Or if they get back. Because them not getting back would explain why they are not in the trilogy. Yes. Or they got back, but they didn't get back in time for the events that occurred with the rise of the new empire. Or if they go in between the world of war, world, the world of worlds, and it spits them out after. Yes. Episode nine. Because we all know that Ezra, well, we all don't know, but Ezra does have a connection to yeah. the world between worlds. So, I mean, I mean, there's ways to circumvent and to make them get back. Um, we shall see. I mean, guys, I mean, we're down to episode eight, the grand finale. It's actually been on and off. So with that, I'll wrap it with this. Brian, appreciate you stopping by. Mac, uh, Kelvin, appreciate you getting on. Uh, it sucks we didn't get Frankie D tonight, but I know Frankie D works nights. Um, we will be wrapping up Ahsoka on October the 11th Hi. on our normal channels. We will not be having that on um, Patreon. That will be on our normal channels. Um, what you're going to get in that is you're going to get episode eight and you're going to get the highlights from the la- from the first seven episodes. That is what you're going to get in the, the breakdown. If you want to hear what we said about episodes one through seven, you can go to Spotify. I will have them all uploaded by to there by then. Uh, forgive me. I am. I'm, I'm going a million miles per hour on doing a million different things. And I swear to God, I'm going to get them uploaded. Just bear with me while I I try to adult and function as an adult. Um, so I want to send out a big special thank you to DFPN for giving us the platform. Um, when this is uploaded to Spotify later, please remember to like, subscribe, share, drop us a rating. All that shit helps. And with that, ladies and gentlemen... This show is USDN approved. Catch y'all on the flip side. Hell yeah. We out.